everybody. Welcome back. You've landed on episode number nine. I hope you've enjoyed our podcast so far. We are the 3%. If you like what you've heard so far, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube page and follow us on Instagram so that you're the first person to know whenever you post new videos and upload new content. I'm Dr. Tasani Watson. Hi, I'm Dr. Rochelle Sharkey. Dr. Cortez Lewis. Dr. Adesola Fidei. And we are the 3%. All right, so out of the four of us, I'm the only one who did a residency and I completed one in ocular disease. We're gonna talk to everybody and get everyone's opinions on optometry residencies and then why my colleagues didn't do one and why I did one. All right, guys, so I'm gonna head us over to Dr. Lewis. So what is your opinion on optometry residencies and why did you choose not to pursue one after optometry school? Uh, personally, uh, I think optometry residencies are great. Uh, you can specialize in peach, ocular disease, uh, vision therapy. There's so many avenues you can take when it comes to doing a residency. For me personally, I had already done five years of undergrad, five years of optometry with that pop program that I did. So I was pretty much 10 years straight of school right after I graduated high school. So I was burnt out and I really couldn't picture myself doing another year of schooling when I had already gone so far. So for me, there was not one ounce of blood in my body that desired to go that route. Uh, as far as me thinking back, uh, would I have done it? Would I do it in the future? At this point, I have no desire. I mean, when you think about a residency, when you're in the real world, when you're working in the field of optometry, you're thinking about maybe going back to, uh, to teach as a faculty and staff member at a university, maybe going to the VA hospital, any hospital setting. Outside of that, um, the residency, you get the letters behind your name, so it looks better on paper, but the residency doesn't prohibit me or any of the optometrists who graduated from practicing the way they want to practice for the most part. So uh, the money's good on this end, and I haven't done a residency. And just knowing that, I also know classmates and other colleagues who have done a residency, and on the back end, the finances didn't look like what my finances look like as far as the route I chose to go. So. It's really uh, it's gratifying to know people that have done it and to kind of know their experience. But for me, I just chose not to take that route. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, you know, for me, I just kind of felt like, you know, residency was not really on my radar. I do think it is a good option for people that are looking to have more experience and build their confidence in a particular mode of practice. But, you know, also, like he said, if you already know you want to go into MDOD, if you know you want to be in academia, then yes, is the route that you, you do want to take. But if you're someone like me, remember, I'm the one that told you, hey, I'm trying to get these loans paid off. I had a five-year goal, and that was my thing. And residency is not going to be that option for me. You know, when you're looking at going down to a $30,000, $40,000 pay cut um, compared to what you can make in all these other settings, it's kind of one of those things like, you know, for me, it wasn't necessarily the route I wanted to take to make my goal. And I kind of already felt confident enough in my skills that, you know, when I got into the actual setting of, you know, being a commercial setting of practicing, I felt with all the um, disease and actually do get to see in this type of practice mode you know I could still build my confidence level I still had other doctors to depend on I did have questions regarding that 
So, you know, I do want people to know that you don't have to be in a residency to be successful as a doctor. And that was one thing that I had to kind of find out about the whole process is, yeah, schools are going to push you and feel, make you feel that, yeah, this is the route you have to take. But just kind of know that unless you want to do these certain things that we all are naming, you don't necessarily have to take that route to be successful. Um, you know, and even going back to the route of that I went into with commercial, there are people that did residencies and they're working in the same setting as me. So you're going to tell me you have all these additional letters behind your name, but at the end of the day, we ended up right in the same practice. So yeah, I, I don't get me wrong. I think it's a great thing, but just keep that in mind when you are making this decision. What yeah, 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 no, and I agree with you guys, you know what I mean? Like, for me, I actually wanted to do a residency, believe it or not, when I was in school, because in school, I was really an overachiever. I did a lot of stuff, so I always told myself, I want to have every door and every opportunity open to me. So I always said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do residency just to get it out the way so I can always have it in my back pocket, just in case. But then I did basketball for six months. See, basketball was a different kind of animal. If you know, you know, right? Baskin Palmer is the number one eye hospital in the world. So it's, 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 it's the premier institution for all things eyes. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I did six months, and that was my last six months of my fourth year. So, I mean, although you do see some of the most interesting cases you will ever see in your life, and, 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 you're, and you're around some of the professors and attendings and, and preceptors that are writing the literature that you are literally studying, although that's dope, Right, it was just a little bit too academic for me. Right, I mean, literally, I'm grind rounds all the time, journal clubs all the time, articles every day. I mean, that's really all it became for six months. It was very challenging for me, and then it really did turn me off because I was like, after this six months, I gotta go straight into another wave, into another year of like this type of thing where I'm journal articles and reading and writing and all these things. And I was like, I don't really know if I'm I'm that guy. I'm more of a hands-on, patient-to-patient uh, 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 person. So for me, it, it didn't really work out for me that way, and I decided to just just go to get get to the money faster. So, you know, I already had the goals and the aspirations that I wanted in, in, in life, and I said, let me go ahead and, and tackle that. Let me go ahead and get those games because, you know, that was, what, uh, that was what was more important to me at that particular time. But it doesn't mean that you can't necessarily uh, – you know, get the residency. Just please, like everybody said, make sure you're using your residency and you're using it to, to your benefit. Make sure you're making money off your residency. Having a residency and not using it is like going to undergrad and getting a degree you're not using. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your money. Because like they said, people do all that work. They make 30, 40 grand. And at the end of the day, you're still working in a corporate setting like, 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 like the rest of us did. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about it because at the end of the day, you know, bills, you know, the ends got to get met at some point by any means. So you got to do what you got to do. Um, so don't be discouraged if you, you know what I'm saying, it doesn't work out the way you want it to work out. Um, and for those people who, you know, you're thinking about, you know, should I do it? Maybe you, you know, a prospective student or maybe you already in optometry school, you're thinking, should I do it? And, you know, what will happen if I don't do it? Man, it's so saturated nowadays, you know, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Will I find a job? You're going to be all right. Trust me, you're gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. We good on this side. I think I speak well for a lot of us who didn't do it. You're gonna be all right. All right, all right, all right. So we've heard 
everyone's reason for why they didn't do a residency. And now you'll hear about me and my reason for doing a residency. So I'm very similar to Sola. I'm very achievement and goal focused and oriented, okay? So in optometry school, all of my mentors would say, do a residency, do a residency, do a residency. All of the optometrists um, who are high level in academia, who do research, stuff like that, work at ODMB clinics, big hospitals, work at Kaiser, they all did residency. So Tasani, you should do a residency. My pushback was always, well, I mean, if I do a residency, I'm not going to get paid. Like, what's the point? I don't really understand it. But when it came to fourth year, I was convinced and I said, I'm going to do a residency. And I was really, really excited and gung-ho about doing a residency. I went through the whole process. I got all my recommendation letters, wrote all my essays, went on all my interviews. Like, I was really, really excited. And I decided to pursue residency in ocular disease. Unfortunately, um, fulfilling a residency right after graduation didn't really happen for some reasons that we'll get into a little bit later, possibly in season two, but it didn't happen. And that was okay. I was really sad about that, but oh well, life happened. So I went on, I got a job. I got a job in a commercial setting and I really liked it. I was like, all right, cool. I'm making money, the money that I wasn't gonna make in residency. So I was like, all right, maybe, maybe residency wasn't for me. Maybe it's not something that I should have done. Maybe this was a sign from God that Tazani, like, you didn't need to do a residency. You can have a job that you want and be very, very happy without doing residency. And while I was happy, I still did have something just like missing in my spirit, right? Because in fourth year, I was like, I'm going to do a residency. So in my mind, I'm going to do a residency. When things didn't work out the way I planned, I was still happy that I found a job that made me happy, but it was in a big commercial setting. It was mostly just refractive. And it was fun. I got very good at glasses, contacts, you know, the routine every single day, bread and butter of being an optometrist. It was great. I enjoyed my coworkers. All that was great. But at some point, I got bored. Like, doling out glasses and contacts, it was fun. I'm good at it. But I got boring just doing that every single day, day after day. Like, I felt burnt out by, like, December. And I only started working in August. And every time I would throw out really cool cases, I was like, dang, like, I really wish that I could be the one who's managing that. Like, I really want to be the one who's treating that. Like, I think that'd be so much more interesting. It would break up my day of just writing out prescriptions for glasses and contacts. And so the more that that would happen, I would have really cool, interesting medical cases. The more I was like, well, maybe I really should pursue a residency because it's something that I always wanted to do. I felt like for me, for me to be the best doctor best optometrist that I can be, I needed to pursue a residency. It was something that was in my mind and I just felt like I wanted to do that. All right, so I did give up my job. I gave up the full OD salary and I decided to pursue residency in ocular disease and I specifically chose to do one in a large MD, OD referral clinic setting because that was something that I that would be really fun. I thought that after residency, that's something that, or a type of clinic that I would want to work in. And I wanted to be in a clinic that saw all medical, all the craziest things that you could see because I never wanted a patient to be in my chair and me feel like, oh, I've never seen that. So I don't really know what to do. I'm just going to refer it out because I don't know what to do. It's above my level. And I did see that in residency and it was great. Like every single patient, it was like crazy case after crazy case after crazy case after crazy case. And at times it was very overwhelming. I'm not gonna lie to you. Residency is hard, residency is challenging, but residency is very rewarding. 
My residency also gave me a vast network of ophthalmologists and optometrists. And it wasn't just a network of referral ophthalmologists, right? So like when you graduate and you get go into practice, you'll get to meet lots of different ophthalmologists and optometrists from referral sites, through dinners and other networking events, but it's different when you get to know them on a personal level, right? Like you're working with them every single day. You get to know like which ophthalmologists are good at which specific types of surgery. You get to know different people's personalities. You get to know what they really say about ODs behind closed doors. And you don't get to learn that stuff if you don't do a residency, if you do not work closely with ophthalmologists. You get to know how they really view us. Some of them, I'll be honest, some of them like us a lot. Some of them do not, but you really get to learn the personalities, learn the surgeries, see all the surgeries, learn how to properly co-manage them. I know in my residency, I did a lot of co-management with LASIK, cataract surgery, um, another corneal procedures like um, corneal scraping procedures, corneal transplant procedures, corneal cross-linking. And those are things that I have brought into my practice that I'm working in now. Like my practice is a large keratoconus practice. I did not pick it because it was that. All these keratoconus patients just somehow found me and end up at my office every day. And it's cool. So I treat them with um, specialty contact lenses or if they have any type of weird cornea issues, dry eye issues, ocular surface issues, I'll treat that. But then I can also refer them out to get their eyes cross-linked to help stop the keratoconus progression and then do the co-managing of that. I also do a lot of co-managing of cataract surgery, of premium multifocal IOLs, and I know exactly the type of patients to refer out for that, and I'm very comfortable making those recommendations. I'm also very comfortable recommending um, minimally invasive glaucoma surgeries, and I'm also really comfortable at recommending having laser glaucoma surgery before doing drops, just because it makes it a lot easier for patients. I will say that these are things that I personally was not very comfortable doing before I did a residency. Like, yeah, you learn about it in school, you learn about it in class, you may have some exposure to it on your externships, but there's nothing that compares to doing this stuff day in and day out, seeing 30, 40, 50, 60 patients a day in all these high volume clinics where every single patient is your crazy case for a year, right? Like my anxiety level of seeing things that's crazy started here and now it's here. Like I no longer get easily stressed out or panicked when something happens in my office or a patient has some kind of issue that I'm like, I don't really know what's wrong with you. Like that doesn't really happen anymore. Doing a residency gave me the confidence and the competence to treat my patients to the best of my ability. Like I know when to refer it out and I know what exactly I'm referring it out for, right? So another big thing about sending patients to ophthalmologists, you don't wanna just refer a patient, you want to refer a patient to the specific type of ophthalmologist that you need and for a specific reason, right? Like you don't want your patient to go there and just kind of be like, well, my doctor sent me for, for a procedure, right? But they don't know what procedure, like it ends up wasting their time, wasting ophthalmologist's time. It's a lot better for you, for your patients to trust you if you're sending them out for a direct reason and for the ophthalmologist so they know, okay, well, I want, um, well, like Dr. Watson said that you need this. Yes, I agree with her opinion and we'll do this procedure and I'll send you back to her for her to take care of you or Dr. Watson wants me to do this and for me to continue to care for you for whatever reason. So it makes your patients trust you more and also lets the person you're referring out to trust you more as well and that also creates a nice referral network so when you refer to them they'll refer back to you because you're one of the optometrists who they see as being competent. All right it's really true a lot of ophthalmologists they don't have trust in us right 
they will bash us. And you, I saw many of them, like patients referred out, like, well, what you were referred for? And they were referred to the wrong type of ophthalmologist, right? Like the patient may have glaucoma and they referred out to a cataract doctor. This isn't knocking anybody's skills, but this happens a lot. And it's very interesting or very cool, I would say, to be on the other side of that. I'm able to not only advocate for our profession, but also learn the mistakes that other doctors make out there so that I didn't make the same mistakes. And I thought that was extremely valuable. And then going back to being just achievement oriented, um, doing a residency does not mean that you'll make more money. I think all of my friends here have pretty much made that clear. Doing residency does not mean you make more money. Doing residency will guarantee that you make less money for a year. So keep that in mind. If you can't afford to do that, then maybe residency isn't for you. It's definitely something that you need to do, well, you need to do for only some specific things. Like if you want to be do vision therapy, I really recommend doing a residency. If you want to do traumatic brain injury, I really recommend doing a residency. If you want to do low vision, I really recommend doing a residency. If you want to do a specialty contact lens practice, you may do a residency, you may not. Like I do specialty contacts, but I didn't do a specialty contact lens residency. I did an ocular disease residency. And so some residencies I would say are really good for just polishing your skills as a doctor, other residencies are necessary if you want to work in that specific area of optometry or vision science. So you have to really think about that when you're in optometry school or if you out there working and you want to go back to do a residency, think about why and think about what you want to do it in. I did inocular disease because I was bored just doing refraction all day and doing refractive um, treatment for patients. Like it's very, that's very important. But I got bored and so I wanted to see what it was like on the other side. And doing a residency made me realize like all that's really cool. The seeing the cool cases all day every day is also very exhausting. And so the Pakistan now has a nice mix of both, which I really, really like. Because I do still enjoy doing glasses and contacts, but I like doing dry eye and other type of corneal, not procedures, but just like taking care of different patients who have corneal issues and treating them to the best of my ability that I can and then referring them out when necessary. Doing a residency also allowed me to get diplomat certified. You can get diplomat certified if you don't do residency, but it just takes longer. So doing a residency makes you automatically eligible to get diplomat certified. So I'm board certified with diplomat optometry in ocular disease. Um, if you don't do residency, then you have to be out practicing for five years before you're eligible to take the exam. So that's one cool thing. Um, doing a residency also makes it easier for you to become a fellow of the American Academy of Optometry. Um, to do that, you have to do presentations and you have to rack up a certain number of points to be eligible to sit for your fellowship exam. Um, doing a residency adds a big chunk of those points so that cuts off a lot of your time. So at the end of the day, am I happy that I did a residency? Yes, I'm extremely happy that I did it. Did I have to do it? No. But I felt like for me to be the best doctor that I wanted to be, I had to do it. And it was a personal choice. And I'm really glad that I went back and did it. And was the pay cut that big of a deal? It really wasn't. Because after working for a year, like I saved up money, I was able to go back to do residency. And it really didn't bother me that much. So if you guys have any questions about residency or want me to go in further detail about why I did it, how to get into residency, what residency programs I recommend, let me know. DM me. If you have any questions from my colleagues about why they didn't do residencies or just anything else, leave a comment below and let us know what you think. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.